1: Welcome back to the Chris and Joe Show, presented to you by SB Nation and Big Blue View. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Chris Plum, and we are coming at you with our very last NFL combine day recap of winners from the performance we just witnessed the defensive backs the corners and the safeties perform at lucas oil stadium in indianapolis our final impressions are done with there are no more prospects to be watched at the nfl combine but we are here to give you exactly what you are looking for which is doing the work for you watching the combine and giving you the biggest winner's from the day it's been a very eventful week or four days rather past couple days have been very interesting and today was a nice way to wrap things up however for Jeff Okuda from Ohio State. Things didn't really end so well for him. He's our first winner of the day up until the point where he got hurt and had to come out of drills. If you don't already know about Okuda, right now he is considered to be the best corner prospect in this year's draft by a significant margin. Six foot one, 205, 4.4840 is what he ran. And he also had a 41-inch vertical to go along with an 11-3 broad jump. That is some serious explosiveness for a bigger corner. But what ended up killing his day was an attempt to jump up and grab a ball and then landing on his head. So he did not finish drills because Deion Sanders told him, hey, maybe you should sit the rest of this stuff out. Don't kill yourself. You're going to get drafted top five.
2: Yeah, that was kind of scary to see. We were, ta- we were chatting at the time, and I – mentioned pretty much immediately that I was afraid for his head. I thought maybe he might have a concussion because it looked like the back of his head kind of smacked against the turf and he doesn't have a helmet on, so he doesn't even have that to help him. That was a rough landing and I think, you know, cutting the day short, calling it there was really the right choice to make. I did think he showed some good toughness to stick around and complete the jumps and like you said, that was a really good low, lower body explosion with the 41-inch vert and 11-3 broad.
1: It was just such a shame that we didn't get to see him in any of the positional drills because, well, athletically, we knew he was going to move pretty well for a bigger corner. But we wanted to see him shine in this opportunity to flex his hip mobility and his ability to maintain good balance with when going through his back pedal, all that good stuff that you see through the drills that ended up getting cut short like we said because of I don't know if it really qualifies as an injury but more so a precaution if you bump your head like that you don't want to do something dumb and go back out there and not feel like yourself he doesn't really have much to prove like some of these other guys so if you cut your day a little bit short because you landed funny it's not the end of the world someone though who had an overall well-rounded day was CJ Henderson from Florida, whose stock is continually rising. And with his performance today, he really put himself into that top five corner conversation. He is also a bigger corner. It just so happens that this year's draft class is really a year for big athletic corners, making it a great opportunity for a team that needs one, i.e. maybe the Giants. Six foot one, 204, Four, three, 9 40 super fast for him at that size, over 200 pounds, over 6 feet tall, 20 bench reps, which is really good to see for a corner in terms of their press coverage and ability to press receivers at the line of scrimmage. His speed for a larger corner is just incredibly huge. Oftentimes when you have these guys that are over 6'1", they tend to be on the slower side. They tend to not move as well. But his case has been made for still being very, very athletic. We saw in the drills, though, very strong hip fluidity. He did not really require any unnecessary steps to transition. Super quick feet, very clear-cut best guy uh, during these drills.
2: Yeah, definitely. I was a little disappointed in Christian Fulton out of LSU. And I think C.J. Henderson might have jumped him to be my number two corner behind okuda like you said his he put on a great show in the measurables the 439 was really impressive from a big corner but more than anything what really got me was his feet and hips in the position drills you know i love watching those with the defensive backs because the tape we have access to is basically all tv angles and it is annoying and frustrating to try and scout defensive backs using the TV angle because the the camera follows the football and it it is difficult to follow a corner and especially a safety through an entire rep to see how they transition from their back pedal, how they can unlock and open their hips, how quick their feet are, how they can stay with receivers through their breaks. So for all of those things, the position drills for the defensive backs at the combine are huge. And for me, Henderson aced it. Like you said, really good hip fluidity, really quick feet. He did not need a T-step at any point, which is something Deion Sanders is very big on. And Sanders would know, you know, if you can have a guy whose feet are quick enough that he can just kind of click his feet and explode in a new direction, that is a guy to watch.
1: Our last guy is yet another bigger corner. Again, I like I already said earlier, it's crazy how good these larger corners are in this year's draft class, making it a very rare opportunity to get one. AJ Terrell from Clemson is our final cornerback who is a winner from today's drill. Six foot one, one ninety five. He ran a 4'4", 240, which again is so fast to run in that four four range over six foot and over six one great time for him 15 bench reps really the same case though for Henderson that we were talking about being a little bit bigger sometimes means you're a little bit clunky or you're not as fluid it's not as easy to move and transition when you have longer limbs and longer legs but he did not seem to really show that he looked like a more smaller compact corner with his ability to to flip his hips have good footwork and overall be consistent during these drills
2: yeah i Definitely had Terrell as kind of my number two behind Henderson, and it was he was a surprisingly close number two. He, again, showed those fluid hips, quick feet. I don't think he was quite as good as Henderson, but I think he really did kind of answer some questions that might have come up after the national championship game when LSU just beat him up. The fact that he was able to rebound, he was able to show that he has the traits, the ability to play on the outside, the athleticism to be a starting cornerback in the NFL. I, I thought he had a great day.
1: Next, we have four safeties to talk about here for you. But before we get to them, we're going to take a very short commercial break.
3: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team.
1: So we had this long conversation about all these big corners, and we got a bunch of really big safeties to talk about, too, that are athletic freaks. But before we get to any of those guys, we have a much smaller, compact, less long safety that is our first winner from the day, and that is Antoine Winfield Jr. from Minnesota, five foot nine, Shortest guy on our list today, 203 pounds. Well, that height does not mean anything to him. 445 40 time. But what really impressed us from his performance today was just seeing that burst out of his breaks and his cuts. The recurring theme that we were hearing from Deion Sanders, Jamal Adams, and the analysts during the combine was talking about how there's a clear difference in abilities to transition with your footwork when you're trying to cut and come back upfield through your back pedal. There's a clear difference between safeties and corners. Well, Winfield was showing that he had that necessary burst to be very consistent, fluid in making those cuts and coming right back upfield. Really liked what I saw from Winfield Jr. today.
2: Yeah, once he got on the field, you know, his 445 is a good time for him, especially being a we'll say stoutly built corner, because 203 is pretty heavy for five foot nine. But getting on the field and showing that burst out of his out of his breaks showing that good consistent footwork he honestly looked better than most of the corners with his footwork and i think he does have the potential to be a safety you move around the back seven maybe play some slot corner play some free safety yet yeah, he had really good production this past year three tackles for a, uh, sorry three and a half tackles for a loss three sacks seven interceptions he can pretty much do it all as a safety and yeah i i don't think anybody who watched him pr- really cares that he's 59
1: and some of the best safeties in the league aren't these super big guys well tyron matthew is around 5 foot 9 and he's arguably one of the best safeties in the league. He's very versatile. They can use him in a lot of ways. Five foot nine really doesn't mean anything if you're athletic. You have burst, you have good acceleration, you're not limited by your size because of your play speed. So Winfield Jr. did a lot for his draft stock today because he was in that mid day two range. Maybe he pushes himself up into round two discussion with a performance like that. Our next guy is also another day two player who. Honestly, does not look like a safety physically, but is listed as one, and that is Jeremy Chin from Southern Illinois, the FCS product. If you don't know about Chin, you clearly haven't been listening to our show enough, because we keep talking about him because of how rare of a prospect he is. Six foot three, two hundred twenty-one pounds. He ran a 5'40", which is so fast for that size. Everyone was freaking out over Isaiah Simmons and his crazy fast 40 time well his isn't is that is not as fast but it's pretty comparative in terms of the size to speed ratio 20 bench reps 11 six 6 on the broad and then a 41 inch vertical you don't really see that level of explosiveness at that size with that much speed also if we're talking about drills and his performances he looked pretty good I kept saying with the, with the corners, it's the same case with the safeties. When you have bigger guys, sometimes they don't transition as well. Sometimes it's harder for them to move. Sometimes they can't redirect that well. Well, Chin looked pretty good for the size that he's working with.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the these guys are ridiculous athletes. Even the worst athlete at the combine is still a better athlete than 99% of people. But even as good athlete as they are, they they can't beat physics. And these bigger guys, especially like Chin, who is tall and big at 6'3", 221, when they get going, they still have to fight their own momentum, their own inertia. They have to be able to sink their hips, lower their center of gravity, stick a foot in the ground, generate the power to change direction. And that is not easy to do. And having that 11'6", broad, 41-inch for that kind of lower body explosiveness really does help with their ability to change direction. And also I don't look at chin who, along with our next guy, we first brought up back in, I don't know, October, maybe November on this podcast with Emory hunt. Yeah. I don't look at them as strictly safeties. I think they could be kind of this new positionless defender, like, uh, strong safety linebacker hybrid uh james betcher called it the money backer in alabama they call it the star back when deon grant was basically playing that role for the giants and perifuel i called it the buffalo nickel whatever you want to call it i think they could be that kind of player who have has the size to play in the box but also has the athleticism to play in space and cover and, yeah, you know, Jeremy Chin definitely showed that. And if for some reason the Giants don't listen to you, Joe, and don't draft Isaiah Simmons in the first round, a guy like Chin could be a legitimate option in the second.
1: I, I really like that thought of possibly taking him in the second round. He's not going to last much longer than that with performances that we saw from him today. But going back to your point about this whole positional versatility and needing a guy like that, you really do need at least one guy on your defense that can stay out there on any down. You never know what type of a situation you could find yourself in. And having someone that can move to multiple spots, playing safety to coming into the box and playing linebacker, whatever it is, that is such an impact for your defense because it limits time needed for subs, but also makes things very complicated for opposing offenses to read because you don't really know where they're lining up, what they're going to be doing, and what's going to be coming at you. Our next guy, and you probably could have guessed, is in the same case as Jeremy Chin. He is almost positionalist, but is listed as a safety. His athletic makeup and his size add a lot of value to him because of his athleticism and his ability to potentially play other positions. That is Kyle Duggar from Linwood Rye. He came in at six foot one, two seventeen. Obviously, smaller than Jeremy Chin. Had a 4-4-9-40, four, four, as his official time. 17 bench reps, which is pretty good. But he ended up having the best vertical jump from any safety. 42 inches, just barely beating out Jeremy Chin. Both of these guys really can go next to each other in terms of what they bring to the table. If you take one or the other, you're going to get a very... not. This, I'm not saying that they're the same prospect, but you're going to get a very similar type of a player that you can use them on multiple situations in, in different formations and move them around your defense because they have that uh, that athletic ability and the size to be playing at safety and at linebacker too.
2: Yeah, at at this point, Duggar and Chin might almost be interchangeable. I think everybody was really expecting Duggar to run faster than a 449. I thought his technique in the 40, which you could explain this better than I, than I can. You're the one who's been training for it. You know, your technique in the 40 is pretty much everything. You know, it looked like maybe he pulled up a little bit, popped up, maybe stumbled a little bit. It, his 40s didn't look perfectly clean. So, 449 with his size, his positional versatility and just the raw athleticism you can see in pads on the field. Yeah, I have no problem with that. I think he could play a true safety but he could also be another one of these positionless back seven defenders who can roam between linebacker and safety and match up against the mismatches offenses try to create.
1: Yeah. And talking about the 40, like you brought up, it did really notice that he, it did seem like in my opinion, like you pointed out that he was pulling up a little bit. Sometimes that does happen when you're running. Sometimes you get to the end of that 40 and something doesn't really feel right. Cause we do see and we saw yesterday where maybe things weren't feeling right with those linebackers and they tried to push through it well that's how you pull a hamstring some guys sometimes guys just try to be a little bit too cautious a little bit too careful so they'll pull up a little bit towards the end I don't know what was going through Duggar's head but I'm not too concerned that he didn't run a sub 4-4 like he was guaranteeing and telling uh, Daniel Jeremiah before the combine it doesn't really make a big difference to me because you can see that speed on tape, but I'm also more impressed with his explosiveness from his vertical jump. Our last guy is a bit of an unexpected one. He has not been anyone that we've brought up, and I don't even know if he's even a safety. And that is Tanner Muse from Clemson. He's 6'2", 227, heaviest guy that we're talking about right now on today's show. Ran a four-four-one, which is the fastest time Out of any of these safeties. 20 bench reps, which is very good for a defensive back, 34.5 inch vertical, which is decent. Honestly, watching him on the field today, he looked very fluid. He looked pretty good for a guy that's considered to be a late-round prospect, maybe even an undrafted free agent. I I just the one thing that's really I'm hung up on, and we were talking about this before the show, Chris, is that. I don't really know if he's a safety. Maybe at Clemson they were thinking he's faster, he's better off playing at safety. He might very well be better off playing linebacker and being encouraged to put on a little bit more weight because just watching him move... He does fit a little bit more better as an as inside the box safety or a linebacker.
2: Yeah, watching him in the field drills, he looked a lot more like an athletic linebacker than a big safety. And honestly, at 227, I don't think he really isn't even has to put on much more weight. I mean, just what would it take to put on three pounds be three thirty or 230, sorry, it would take a lot for him to get up to 330. <laughs> I don't think he'd still be running a 441 either. He could probably very easily play at a play a linebacker at what he's at now, especially if we're talking about Chin and Duggar as possible uh safety linebacker hybrids, could probably play at 235, absolutely no problem. And with a 4-4-140, you know, almost 35-inch vertical, he would be one of the more athletic off-ball linebackers in the league. Not Devin Bush, not Devin White, probably not Darius Leonard or Bobby Okariki, but he still has a really intriguing blend of size and athleticism for a linebacker. You know, compared to the other safeties, he was having a hard time keeping his feet underneath him, making the transitions without wasted motion, without stumbling or anything like that. I really do think his future is as a linebacker.
1: It's a very good point you bring up there, and We were talking about how he was doing in the drills. He did look decent, but you you bring up a good point. He does not really compare well to some of these other guys that are lighter, can move better. You got to make a decision at some point if you're going to be playing safety or linebacker. And Right now, he is obviously in a middle phase of his career where the team he goes to is going to make that decision for him. He shouldn't really be making that business decision. He clearly is an athlete. He has the speed. He has the strength. But a team that takes him in is going to make that decision for him. Well, we're going to get you down to 215, and you're going to play safety, or we're going to bump you up to 235, 240, and you're going to be playing in the box as a linebacker. Either way, he could do very well at either. Not going to be a Pro Bowl player, but could be a very nice rotational piece. Made himself a little bit of money today with this with the testing. Drills didn't do him a ton of favor though because I think it's not super easy to cut when you're at 227 when you should probably be at a lower weight. And it's also very hard to look good going against a bunch of guys that are at around 205, 210. They're going to have a lot easier time cutting compared to you who's almost 230 pounds. It's just, it's not fair to you. If you're not looking clean, because those guys are are at a slight advantage in having less weight and being able to cut a little bit cleaner to wrap things up like we've done on every single show this week, we're going to be giving our performers of the day. Chris, why don't you start us off with our very first overall performer of the day?
2: Yeah, I have to go with CJ Henderson, cornerback out of Florida. Like I said before, I thought he was the, the real winner of the cornerback group. I think he probably vaulted Christian Fulton to be number two behind Jeff Okuda for me. And he really just checked all the boxes. He's got size at 6'1", 204. He's got good speed with that four three nine forty. I am really impressed with his uh, 20 bench reps. That's great for a cornerback where basically my line for the bench press for a defensive back, especially a cornerback, is can you do more than me? So the fact that he was able to put up 20, that is a really good number for him. Really, play strength is not huge for them, but for a guy his size with his athleticism, with his fluidity and quick feet, you are going to be playing him in press man. So it it's good that he has the play strength to be able to press even big wide receivers and not get bullied at the line of scrimmage
1: so if your threshold is over your bench press what, what's your unofficial uh unofficial official bench press if if you had to sit down and bang out 225 right now <laughs> or, or is it more um, of a hypothetical <laughs> with a spotter yeah with a sp- well i would hope so if you don't have a spotter things are probably not going to end well I, <laughs> I,
2: I almost never have a spotter at the gym so oh, like, yeah, i usually leave a couple in the tank i think i could probably with a spotter i could probably get eight to ten
1: that's pretty that's pretty good that's a good good number for
2: probably only about 170 165 somewhere so i'm
1: pretty happy with that yeah that's a good number for uh you know for not being a uh uh a collegiate athlete that's a pretty good number to be doing that on your own without a strength program and all that that's that's something to be happy about but also i would agree with you if if you're not getting over 10 reps as a as a defensive back well maybe you got a take a look back at the tape and see what's wrong with the strength there for some of these guys. My winner of the day, I really like C.J. Henderson too, but I do have to throw it right back to Jeremy Chin, who answered a lot of questions today. Athletically, he showed that he is in that upper threshold of elite athlete for the safety position, despite being really, really big. He is a rare prototype for the position. And we have been talking about the whole – situation of him being versatile and that you can use him in the box if you need to. Maybe he transitions a little bit more to linebacker, and it seems like because of his size, a lot of people were talking about that. Well, would he be better as a linebacker? I think today made it pretty clear I'm a safety. I am first and foremost a safety before I have to make the move in in various formations to linebacker if you need me to. So uh, he answered all those questions. He made things very, very clear that he is going to be a pretty good safety in this league. And if someone made a lot of money today, it was definitely Chin because he was in that second to third round range. I see him going pretty early on in the second round. It would be a shock to me if he was available with the first pick in the third round. It's just not going to happen with those types of numbers and also the film to back it up. That's going to be it from us, folks. Thank you for tuning in. As always, be sure to rate and subscribe wherever you're listening to us. And also follow us on social media at Big Blue View. You can also follow me at Joe DeLeone. You can follow Chris at Raptor MKII. Stay tuned during the week as we are going to be giving you our next show, which will be giving a general breakdown from the news and the biggest things coming out of the NFL combine in Indianapolis now that it's wrapped up.